The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Fed can just print more money out of thin air, but the government's always going to be in debt to the Fed. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to yet another episode of Dangerous World Podcast, whether you want it or not. How you feeling this evening, buddy? Good, man. You just uh, interrupted my, my jerk-off time, but uh, but I was super happy to have that interrupted by Wonderful. someone so nice as uh, as deplorable Janet here today. Man, she... She is she, this 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 episode that you guys are going to listen to is is so fun. It is really really technical too. It doesn't that I don't want that to take away from the fun sounding part of it. But this this girl knows her shit, man. She does, man. She's a retired nurse, um, very very knowledgeable individual. This is deplorable Janet that we're speaking of here. I don't know if we said her name already. I'm a little drunk, believe it or not. But um, deplorable Janet been banned from the get go, as she mentions. Not sure why. Um, she's she's stating facts. Um, she's backing it up with knowledge, um, some research, um, quite a bit of research and quite a bit of experience. So I'm sure a lot of you know her from the podcast that she has been on, appeared on. Her podcast, uh, Deplorable Nation, is on Podbean and Google Play. And I urge you guys to sign up on Podbean. Uh, you can leave reviews. You can leave likes. It's kind of like the social media for podcasting. It's very, very fun. Um, but again, Deplorable Nation um, with Deplorable Janet on Podbean and Google Play. Um, incredibly easy person to talk to, incredibly fun to listen to. And as Brandon mentioned, her voice just has something to where it's just like it's like butter for your ears, man. It, 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 and it, what's coming out of her mouth isn't stupid. You know what I mean? In the episode, we talk about AIDS. We talk about, um, you know, how HIV and AIDS don't really line up as far as HIV causing AIDS. Uh, the similarities with COVID-19, you know, we got to talk about Fauci and Gates, the Vax brothers, as we mentioned here. Um, we talk about Barry, which you'll find out who Barry is uh, in, in the later part of the episode. It's a little interesting. Uh, and then we talk about uh, menstrual cycles, which is very interesting. A couple of dudes talking about menstrual cycles with a retired nurse. Nothing weird about it. Um, again, it would be weird if it wasn't with someone like Janet here, who is just a, a phenomenal character out there. Really, really great voice in the world of conspiracy truth uh, and just alternative uh, research. So um, with all due respect, I hope you guys enjoy this episode, man. This is a great, great character, great person, great everything. And she's got a great show. Again, Deplorable Nation on Podbean. Check that shit out. Enjoy the conspiracy ASMR, guys. Guys like Fauci get up there and start talking, you know, he doesn't know anything really about anything. And I'd say that to his face. Nothing. The man thinks you can take a blood sample and stick it in an electron microscope, and if it's got a virus in there, you'll know it. He doesn't understand electron microscopy, and he doesn't understand medicine. And he, doesn't, he should not be in a position like he's in. Most of those guys up there on the top are just total administrative people, and they don't know anything about what's going on at the bottom. You know, those guys have got an agenda, which is not what we would like them to have, being that we pay for them to take care of our health in some way. They've got a personal kind of agenda. They make up their own rules as they go. They change them when they want to. And they smugly, like Tony Fauci, does not mind going on television in front of the people that pay his salary and lie directly into the camera. 
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Dangerous World Podcast with your hosts, Ryan and Brandon. We brought on a very, very fun guest this evening, Deplorable Nation host, Deplorable Janet. How are you doing this evening? Fantastic. Already hitting the bruise. Wonderful. Wonderful. I see you got a Christmas tree behind you. That's interesting. What is um, this? It's not actually a Christmas tree. I'm like into the cabiny type stuff. Okay. And so yeah, I don't like the frou-frou flowers and things like that. So we have like antlers and stuff all over. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Well, so, you know, we wanted to bring you on this evening, um, you know, just to kind of talk about this interesting topic. We're in a very, very interesting climate. Um, what are you drinking this evening, though? First of all, that's something that we always kind of do. We go around the horn, say what we're drinking. The cheap stuff, natural light, the tall ones, you can get a case here for hey. 14 bucks. So there you go. That's how we know you're a G. You know what that's I mean? Right. Like, that's I right. I like that. Hey, no, like growing up when I did, like my parents always had red, white, and blue in the refrigerator or Schlitz. Oh, <laughs> I like it. I like that a lot. You know, it, it doesn't matter if you're drinking cheap stuff. Th that's like the most responsible way to drink, in my opinion, if you're drinking like cheaper versus expensive, because if you're going to okay. drink a lot, you want to get the alcohol intake, you want to save Absolutely. your wallet. So yeah. I hear you there. Brandon, what are you sipping on? And how are you doing, buddy? I'm good, man. I'm good. I have got a, uh, a Guinness, which true to form, I think I put in the freezer so that it would cool down and then drank the other five and left this one in the freezer. So it's like a, <laughs> you know, it's it's like a it's like a white trash uh, milkshake still. It's really, really good. No, I'm doing good, man, except that second vaccine shot, man. Well, I tell you, my blood, it's like it's I got I got more clots in my blood than like a can of cottage cheese right now, man. If I was to give a blood draw, they'd have to use oh, like boy. a cheesecloth or something, man. It's bad. It's bad. <laughs> that's disgusting, Brennan. You know, and that's the thing is that we're going to get into this whole thing because uh, Janet, she's a retired nurse. I'm sure a lot of you all know uh, you're familiar with her. You've got you've been on a lot of, you know, huge podcasts, um, not to make myself seem like a complete fuck up, but I'm drinking Jim Beam Fire because it was seven dollars at Walmart. So it's disgusting. nice. <laughs> I'm going to probably wake up with a mean hangover tomorrow. But, you know, we do this for you guys. OK, so, uh, you know, the episodes where I get a little more intoxicated, those are the ones that are more fun. I mispronounce words. I, uh, you know, I, I kind of lash out at people a little bit. The, uh, but we're not going to do that this evening. We're going to keep it very civil. And the alcohol, uh, we're just going to talk about vaccines. The alcohol gets a little bit too much blame on that one, Ryan. I'll, I'll, I'll I was going to say yeah. bring it. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing is I know that with someone like uh, with deplorable Janet here, I, I know that I will be put in my place very quickly. So uh, we are we are definitely going to be respectful all around here. Uh, but Janet, with your experience in the medical industry, um, like just right away. And I know that this is a question that you haven't been asked yet, but what do you think about the COVID-19 pandemic? <laughs> what do I think about it? I think that it was definitely lab created because it takes literally years and years to jump from an animal into a human host. Um, those are things that are easily manipulated. It's happened in the past with other types of viruses and, you know, bacteria, things like that. Uh, definitely lab created. And they picked something that because of the shape, because you you guys know, it's like the round ball. And it's got the crown yeah. points on it. That looks That's like they tell us. Yeah. yeah, those are called spikes, um, spike proteins. And those are fantastic things to use if you want to infect a lot of people because spike proteins actually attach to the cells easier than regular um, shaped bacteria or viruses. And so it's easier for it to adhere to the cell and it adheres to things like ACE cells. Um, you guys have sure like a lot of people are on ACE2 inhibitors for heart problems, things like that. And so you find ACE cells in different parts of the body. It's on the lungs, um, it's on the hearts and the respiratory tract itself can be in the nasal passages. And so that is where you get the more dangerous portion of it. Um, because if you think about, it's like a cockleburr that you would find out in the woods. 
And so once it spikes on your pants, it doesn't let go, does it? Exactly. Very, yeah. very so, easily I mean, dig so, in, dig ahead, in Brandon. deeper. Yeah, you know, just because it's the perfect shape that it's just the, the type that will dig in deeper if it's a, you know even applied any kind that's, of like cellular cellular force against it. Yeah. Go ahead, Ryan. Yep. Well, so the, I mean, that's kind of the thing is when we're seeing so many people that are infected uh, with or dying, I should say, of COVID, they have more times than not they've got uh what do we call them um pre-existing conditions comorbidities Um, the the united states is full of pre-existing conditions you know what i mean right we eat fast food everyone's got heart disease everyone's got diabetes everyone's got a weight problem so that shouldn't be counted in here but what we got you on to talk about with your experience in the medical industry you're a retired nurse um very knowledgeable in all of this stuff what do you see similar with the AIDS sort of epidemic that was going on I was, back then? I was, because Fauci was involved with both. Right. He was. And you have to stop and think if you look up an AIDS virus sure. and what it looks like, it very closely resembles coronavirus. Really? It has spiked proteins on it as well. And here's something I want you to think about. With the normal body system, you have DNA. Your DNA is what creates your RNA. In HIV um, and AIDS, it is a reverse retrovirus, which means that it, it already carries mRNA and then it will create its own DNA chain. And so you guys ever seen the movie, the Patriot? Of course. Gibson. Mel Gibson. Okay. So think about like any time they assembled for battle, you know, they have the the regular foot soldiers in the front that, you know, carry a pitchfork or whatever it may be. And then you've got people behind them that maybe have like spears or javelin type things. Um, then you have archers. Then you have people on horseback. And so that's your normal chain of events or your normal DNA. And so if you reverse that and you put like the horseback riders in the front and you reverse all the order and then you put the, you know, the um, foot soldiers in the back, that's exactly what happens with the retrovirus. It is mRNA and then it reverses and creates the DNA. And if you think about how both of them look similar, they both have the spike proteins on them. They both adhere to the same cells. They both attack the respiratory system. And even though they're telling you that they're different, it's not different because the coronavirus is an MRA thing. Is the vaccine not an mRNA vaccination? Absolutely. Well, some of them are. Right? Which means it works in reverse, correct? That's the way that, that's the way that science goes. Because your DNA, your DNA creates the mRNA. And if you're giving the mRNA, it's going to reverse things just like the retrovirus does. So, and so. Go yeah, ahead. That, that that's that similarity uh, was noted in, in in a scientific article recently, which right. I'm uh, that's the place I would go to first. It, this one in particular was called the uncanny similarity of unique mm-hmm. inserts in the 2019 N COVID uh, spike protein to HIV one GP one twenty and gag. Now I want to ask you though because uh, right. this was this was published early last year. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm always curious about the way that uh, conspiracy realists, theorists, whatever uh, you like to call yourself, your, your, your guys' selves. Intelligent, critical thinkers. There, yeah. there, there we go. I'll go with that. <laughs> um, what, what is, what's the rationale when you hear that, that the authors themselves of that article retracted it? have since retracted it i understand that people can get bullied into into pulling their paperwork away and peers review it right. what what's the dynamic do you think that you think is at work there and what are the agencies uh, most responsible do you think uh i think you're looking at the cdc you're looking at the national institute of health um you're looking at all the people that stand to gain the most because if you think about it <clears throat> as a like a business complex. This CDC is very, very heavily involved um, investment-wise in Big Pharma and all of the Big Pharma companies. And so it's to their best benefit to hide, just like they do with every study 
um, that's ever published, you know, if they don't like the information that's being put out, they pressure you or they take away research funding or, you know, whatever it is, because they have a cause to further and their um, furtherization of this is to get this vaccine fully approved and mandatory for everybody and put on the drug schedule because they all stand to make billions of dollars. And, and, and talking more about the shape of that, that pressure that they'd mm-hmm. be applying the, I, I, from the reporting on this, this article and the way that the authors retracted it, it seems to me that if that kind of a conspiracy conspiracy was going on, that, um, it, they like the authors themselves would have been pulled into a room. I don't know if you, you mm-hmm. think that they're just trained enough at that level to not ask questions, not ask why. But I mean, do, do, do you imagine this looking like damn near gunpoint? I mean, is this like House of Cards kind of kind of deals? Yes, and if you if you think about like um, and relating this to the Chauvin trial, okay, not going to get into the details of that, but like the threats that were made against the jurors, Mm. the threats that were made against the judges. We know where you live. We know what your name is. We know where you work. We'll destroy your career. We'll destroy your family. Um, We'll make it difficult for your kids at school. We'll do anything we can. They're very dirty people and people that are in the medical complex community um, are some of the dirtiest, shadiest people that I can personally tell you I have ever been around and they do, they, they threaten um, not only you and your career, but they threaten your family members, your livelihood. Well, you're, you're going to lose, you know, your license and you'll never practice again, you know, Mm. and that's, that's what they do. It's commonplace. Well, since we're talking about business and uh, blackmail and all this stuff, I mean, you can Google who the most powerful doctor in the world is and it's Bill Gates, according to Google, right? Yeah, Bill he's Gates, a from what I understand, hasn't mm. done any kind of medical research. Uh, you know, he's just basically one of these Rockefeller cronies. And yes. John D. Rockefeller basically monopolized media and medicine mm-hmm. after he realized that medicine could be created from petroleum, right? Right. And That's correct. He, he did this entire thing where these medications that were used for centuries, you know, plant-based, mm-hmm. mineral-based, like all these actual healthy things, um, you know, he, he indoctrinated the, the youth and the educational system, and he tells mm-hmm. them that that's all, you know, garbage, quack science, that's bullshit. And so when you have all of these people just pushing this stuff out, and then you start seeing a rise in cancer, he taps into this Marjorie Illig, who creates the American Cancer Society, right? right. And then so you're you're monetizing the bad drugs that go out and create cancer mm-hmm. or cause cancer, I should say. And then you're monetizing the cancer treatments, which are not really helping in, in a lot of cases. A lot of times the treatment is worse than the actual cancer. Chemotherapy, from what I understand, is mm-hmm. horrible for you. It um, is. You know, I've, a lot of my, uh, you know, family members and, and things like this have passed on from cancer and things like that. So it's a very... Um, it's a diabolical system that these, that these people run and it's worse than house of cards. Right. I mean, like, this is kind of like, we, we think that like Kevin Spacey and then especially when he comes out and like, this is like what we're seeing is like this dude that's just doing like the worst kinds of things. Then we see him as kind of this figurehead in the show. And we're like, that can't be how politics is. Right. That's just too crazy. That's not even the half of it, man. I mean, like so many freaking people do so much worse and um, I mean, I just can't get over the fact that Bill Gates is the most powerful doctor in the world. And he's heading this summit with 40, uh, 40 other nations uh, led by Joe Biden. And they're going to basically kind of uh, kickstart this uh, Green New Deal thing, from what mm-hmm. I understand. Right. And uh, I mean, there's nothing scientific about this party of science. Now, Brandon, I don't know if you have anything to say about because Brandon's a big Bill Gates fan. Okay, Janet, I don't know if you know uh, anyone that's a fan of Bill Gates, but, you know, in his defense, in his defense, I used to think that Warren Buffett was a G, right? And because I was a big fan of, of investing this. Now, this is when I was in high school. I grew out of this. Brandon has not. So, you know, when I was all about investing and all this stuff, and I'm like, dude, there's just this multi-billionaire that's living in Nebraska 
Mm-hmm. And he's just got this crazy, uh, you know, knowledge of stocks. He's able to bail out, bail out Wells Fargo and all this stuff. Uh, you know, let's not mention that he's connected to the Franklin scandal and all these other things. But right. these nefarious, I mean, you, there's no such thing as a freaking good billionaire, man. There just isn't. Um, so, Brandon, I mean, what, what are your thoughts uh, on Bill Gates right now? Uh, just so Janet could kind of understand the good side of Bill Gates. <laughs> well, I will tell you that it's most likely that you guys are just as far off of the Bill Gates boat as you can be. And rightfully so. You guys have done a great job. I've listened to you yourself uh, uh, mention Bill Gates uh, uh, quite quite a bit, Janet. So I'm familiar with with your perspective on it. It does um, with with your the the theory that you mentioned with the uh, modern medicine being linked to the production of petroleum. It does uh, re- bring up a question that I had about one of your recent guests, uh, Janet, on your on your show, the black uh, the black mm-hmm. pill guys. Um, they mm-hmm. were talking about germ theory. Now, germ theory is coming up around the time that that the uh, the industrial revolution is taking off petroleum seems to be it's not quite yet the the giant that it will become uh, in in the future at the time that germ theory is being developed or not but mm-hmm. there the, the black pill guys were were there talking like questioning even germ theory itself i wonder mm-hmm. do your does your skepticism go towards even germ theory like do we ha- do we have because it's coming from because these ideas are coming from elitist scientists and the elitist medical field, which I am, mm-hmm. uh, act, believe it or not, quite uh, uh, quite critical of uh, myself. Um, do we even believe that? Does your skepticism go that far? I wonder. It does, and there are a lot of actual scientists out there that will tell you that viruses and bacteria don't actually exist. Um, there's a lot of research to prove that there's a lot of research on both sides and it, it all depends on what side of the coin you think about. But I will say going even further with uh, Mr. Gates of hell. Um, <laughs> I did a show. Okay. On hidden cancer cures and how the Rockefellers partnered with Carnegie to set up the medical system. They imprisoned a lot of um, naturopathic healers. They put them all in jail. That's when they changed the curriculum. They had this lovely individual that they brought in to uh, write all of the curriculum for the medical schools. Uh, Bill Gates is involved with a lot of those. My favorite being Harvard. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Big because um, Harvard is... Uh, Satan school, in my opinion. Um, They do a lot of awful things. They were involved with, you know, Jeffrey Epstein. They're involved with Bill Gates. They're working on blocking out the sun, all these other things. Um, But you you had even mentioned, Ryan, the um, chemotherapy. Um, In this episode that I talked about where I brought all of these things about, you know, how they were doing the Uh, steel industry and petroleum and that's how we got the fluoride and all of these other things and they all tie together and then the very first chemotherapy that they used on us was from mustard gas mustard gas was outlawed after you know the world war because you know it's dangerous but they brought it here and of course brought their german scientists here and they were like hey this is a really great idea this is really going to cure your patients. Wow. You know, I mean, see, and these are all the same thing. And if you, if you look, you can actually go and look up the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Um, you can see what their grants project was. I was on it for, I don't know how many hours last night. Um, seeing just from 2020 and 2021, the amount of money that they've given to every educational system in the United States, um, every college, every vaccine manufacturer, every pharmaceutical manufacturer, labs in China, shocker, um, the World Health Organization, like all of these entities under the guise of uh, philanthropic work, which it's not because... Bill Gates was kicked out of a lot of places in Africa and India because of his vaccinations that not only caused deaths, 
It caused massive sterilization. It caused um, seizure activity, uh, paralysis, all kinds of things. And so there's a lot of areas he's no longer allowed to be in because of the work that he does on vaccinations. You know, Brandon and Sam Tripley actually had that argument uh, when they had a little conversation. Still, and, still uh, waiting for the evidence on that, by the way. <laughs> well, he showed you. He showed you. No, in the he didn't. He didn't. He, yeah, lit- dude, he, 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 he literally got off and was like, listen, I don't want to get onto this. If you can show me evidence of the banned from India thing. I There's, I, I, there's I, articles out there about that. Yeah. There's no, I, actual. I, I know yeah. that there there is articles about it. I'm just I'm just aware that there, people there are people politicians also... and stuff too that from India that have been very outspoken about him and how they even want to like file charges against him because yeah. of the injuries that he's caused. And think about this. I had this conversation earlier today with somebody um, because of his philanthropic work. Okay. And he's buying, he bought what, 1.2 million acres of farmland here already. Mm -hmm. Um, He's done the same thing in other countries where he basically gets in where it's remote, poor, underprivileged areas. He buys all of this land. He gives them all vaccinations. He definitely does their water supply. And he does their food supply. Now, he's he's working on with Jeff Bezos and Richard Branson, um, meatless options. And Bill Gates already has meatless burgers. And if you think about he's buying up all the farmland and, you know, it's to the point where we're not going to have like meat. They don't want us to have meat. And I made a joke with the guys from Black Pill, and I was like, we were talking about cafeteria food. And I said, you know, we used to get this thing called chuck wagon patties. And it was like this grayish color meat. And it had these colored veins through it that looked like <laughs> colored worms. Agreed. You know, yeah. and you got like red and green and blue and yellow look like worms smashed into this gray looking patty thing. Where was this? And that's what. Cool? Yeah. And that's what we got on our lunch tray. And I'm like, what is this? And they're like, hello, it's a chuck wagon patty. And I'm like, (laughs) that looks like some shit I dug out of the bottom of my pool when I clean it. I'm just saying, like, I don't want to eat that. But if you think about with him pushing this meatless options and things that includes because he wants to block out the sun. Right. Yeah. Which means that your plants aren't going to grow. Yeah, because if you block out the sun and you believe the globe theory, that means that the sun is what heats the earth. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you block that out, you don't have photosynthesis for plants. Um, they don't provide oxygenation, things like that. So we're going to be forced to eat whatever is still alive. Think about cockroaches. Yeah, yeah, they live forever because they like, don't ever yeah. die. Yeah. Yeah. So we could be eating cockroach patties in the near future. Well, and you know, you said so freaking much there. Like you have Bill Gates, who already is a major investor in the impossible meat, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I had this interesting theory that all the people that are vaccinated and we're changing their DNA or not, we are, but they're changing their DNA. And if they do go through with their plans to block out the sun, maybe these people that are vaccinated won't need the sun to live because whether you believe in flat earth or, or round earth or whatever, the sun does give us crucial nutrients, vitamin D. It gives us a lot of things that we need. We cannot mm-hmm. live without the sun as human beings in our current state. Right. Right. Now, what if these people that are being vaccinated are able to live off of less protein, off of less vitamins and minerals and things like that. Now that's just a kind of a crazy theory. Um, but you also mentioned the, the, uh, the Gates, the Bill and Melinda Gates foundation, mm-hmm. um, it, kind of carrying the torch of the the Rockefeller Foundation, which Mm -hmm. if if I'm not mistaken, the Rockefeller Foundation is still around. Right. But they took every freaking page out of their book. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the Rockefeller Foundation turned into the Bill Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Right. And, you know, he probably just put his wife in there just to sound a little more progressive and a little more innocent. Like this is just a a guy and his wife just making this fun little foundation. We're just helping all these people and it's going to be nothing but good things. And 
when you look at them, they don't seem like serial killers. They really don't. They seem like it, Bill Gates seems like this little nerd that's never had sex in his life. And, you know, it's just it's just this weird vibe that you get. But that scene that just screams like a sociopath to me, you know, and like you see him slip up and say, we need to increase childhood death and we need to uh, we're right. taking these needles and jabbing them in the kid's arms and things uh, right. like that. It's it's terrifying. And if you all that it needs is like just creepy horror music behind it. And it might change people's perception think, of it. Think about this, though. Um, he was also quoted as saying that he would never vaccinate his own children. Yeah. Now, if you refuse to vaccinate your own children, but you're demanding that everybody else vaccinate theirs, I have a huge problem with that. That's sure. when, you know, turn the other way and run. And I also want to say. On your theory that you said, it's not far-fetched and it's not crazy about um, people that could live with no sunlight and stuff. And here's why. Because the CDC and their own information just came out with how to protect yourself in a zombie apocalypse. The shit is on their website. You mm -hmm. can look this up. And it talks about it, it kind of like in a humorous way, but also not really in a humorous way of, you know, things you need to do to prepare for zombies coming. And, and we're talking predictive programming here. Yeah. And here's the thing is if you're, you're creating this um, group of people where you've changed their DNA, they're not going to need sunlight Um they're not going to need the nutrients, the vitamins and stuff like that. All the meat sources are going to going to go away because he's buying up all the land. But there's also been reports of people um, where they found, you know, like a, some naked dude like chowing down on a guy's face in Florida. Right. You're yeah. And I was like. That's weird that the CDC just posted about the zombie apocalypse and now you got people like eating faces and stuff. That's so Brandon, was... Brandon, I love you. Um, I hope you don't have a significant other that you're going to wake up and start chomping on or gnawing on, but <laughs> you never know. I, I, I feel you. I wonder, I, I wonder though, uh, how they're going to get me with the Z virus. If virus don't exist, Janet, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, thank you. Thank you for well, the hey, love. That Janet. is actually thank, a fair point. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the, the, uh, the, the well wishes there, Janet. I appreciate it. So, you know, are you talking about Janet with the, the zombie thing? Are you talking about the one that happened a while ago in Florida or you happen? Are you, is there something that happened more recently with the zombie thing? Cause I did hear that they were testing MRNA vaccines, on homeless people on homeless people ago. yeah and you know i'm gonna tell you something you probably don't know um bill gates started doing the mrna vaccination quote research at the exact same time that 23andme started oh shit and so if you think about like all of those families they're all uh, related to somebody in his foundation or whatnot by marriage, the same people that are involved with Google. And so you have this wide swath DNA collection, which is what they need. Because if you think about the coronavirus itself um, and how it has to be able to attach to uh, like the cells in the pancreas for uh diabetics or uh, has to attach to the ACE inhibitors for people that have asthma or um, allergies, COPD, or connect to the heart tissue or anything like that. That DNA was important for their research and study because they had to find a suitable way for the coronavirus to actually take seat into our cells. And so this is research that was done on, you know, his part during that collection. And then, you know, 23andMe kind of went away. And then we started other DNA collection services. Well, Google has a it's all the same thing. 
Google has considerable ownership in 23andMe, if I'm not mistaken. And then, yes, that's I mean, what I'm I, saying. How do, those, how do those things work? Like, do you send hair in? Because we there was this gem and mineral show that I went to, and they have what they called woolly mammoth hair. It was in a bag. I don't know if this is real or not, but I wanted to buy some and send it to 23andMe to see if they would tell me that I was like from the caveman era. You know what I mean? Like, I just wanted right. to see how real it was or how real this hair was from the woolly mammoth. They've, but I mean, like, how right. does that? How does the genetics work? Is it hair and it's like or blood or pee? When they when they first started it out, um, it was uh, like a a swab of your cheek, your buccal cavity. And then, you know, a lot of them have evolved because so many of the other ones popped up and it's like Ancestry.com. And we can tell you everybody's name in your family all the way back to the beginning of time. Um, I'm just going to call bullshit on that. Because my family does not even remember people that came before them. That is not, you know, that is not possible. I'm sorry. Uh, you're only going to go back a certain time in history. Like if I submitted like my parents, my grandparents, you know, whatever, because we still share the same DNA. But when you're talking about lineages and stuff, there's no way in hell they can tell you like who came 400 years before you. Uh, That's not possible. They're using it, like I said, as a collection process to get more DNA samples, which now include, you know, hair, they can do DNA through fingernail sampling or, or, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, And these are things that they have to use in the future to have that transfer from, a quote animal to a human host they have to have a way for that um quote virus bacteria or whatever it is to find a receptor in the human that it's going to attach to and that's exactly what they've done with the dna collection yeah even the even the animal jump takes centuries from what i understand yes it does it does very interesting go ahead even the techno optimist here thinks has seen evidence and will accept it uh, that that a lot of that 23andme servicing is just is it's just a fatty like little little thing that's being offered right now they've done uh experiments with twins so you send Mm -hmm. uh you you send swabs of twins uh in and and you don't tell 23andme that they're twins and it's come back very regularly with you know some percentage in of of neanderthal again in one of the twins and and none in the other i wonder though um is the crux of is the worst part about that venture that you just mentioned uh Mm -hmm. about bill gates and 23 and me is the worst part the not like if they were honest with you that they were trying that they were uh getting all that information and putting it into one database for all of these different project uh, projects mm-hmm. if they were honest with you about that would that be enough uh to be like okay well at least at least you're not doing that and i don't i don't i still don't accept you and, and like you as a person but this venture if at least it's it's open and, and honest is that enough to quell any kind of thoughts about this being you know a, a, a I'm guessing you think that this is like part of a pyramid of like satanic, you know, pedophiles kind of thing. So is the is the the cloaking of the truth to you the big problem or is it really what they're trying to do at the end of the day still that's a bigger issue for you? To me it is the complete and total lies and deceit because a lot of people are so snowed thinking the government would never hurt us. Um these companies would never hurt us. It's not their intention to do that. They only want to um, save us, help us, do no harm, et cetera, et cetera. But if you look at the history of even the medical stuff and you you follow what I'm saying with the, with the 23andMe and not only is it a database, a worldwide database um, for you know, like I said, cataloging basically diseases and um, what genetic mutations you have and what your carrier for. And, you know, we know now that this many percentage of the population has diabetes. And so the next thing that we're going to release is going to be focused on people that have problems with their pancreas, you know, and that's, that's where, 
I take issue with this because it's never the surface of what they tell you. It's never for a good purpose. There's always something underlying underneath that makes it worse, just like they do um, with the medications where they're like, Brandon, I know um, you're a smoker and you have, let's say, like um, emphysema. Okay. Not saying you do, but let's say that you do. So you gave a 23 in me. They know that you have um, a lung issue. Now they can work on something that's going to attack your lungs. They can develop medications to sell you as a cure for what they just released on you, which is what they do literally all the time. And then the medication that you take for your emphysema is actually going to cause more issues with, say, your stomach lining, your intestinal lining. And they know that. And it's a never ending cycle of things that they cause you, not just from the onset of a disease, but all the way through with your medication process. And I also know that in, in, in this way that you guys think about it, the doctors that you go to see at the ER or maybe your personal physician, they don't have to be bad people, quote unquote, uh, to be a part of this industry. They just don't know better. They just don't know better. Right. Who right. then, if, if you're really actually giving medical advice because you think the, the, the research and the ideas are, are solidly founded here, give us kind of an example of what, I mean, who do you, tr- who as a medical authority do, do, do you trust on a, on a daily basis? I, I'm sure you, I don't know if you take any kind of medication at all, and I don't know if it's... I trust myself. Yeah, I was going to say um, yourself. Yeah. Because... You know, especially stay away from any time the the government says here are is the food pyramid and this is what you're supposed to have every single day. And guess what? The the diabetes, um, the heart stuff, all of that skyrocketed when people started following that pyramid. Um, you have to do your research. You have to know um, what kind of herbs are good, what kind of um, you know, natural products that you can use that are going to not only boost your immunity, to, but boost your health. And one of the most important things is your brain gut biome. Um, and it's, it's like a separate, you know, how you have the central nervous system. Um, this is like a secondary system to that where your gut and your brain communicate. And so when you eat foods, that tear down the natural gut biome. Um, It destroys natural bacteria, flora, and stuff like that, which in turn causes your brain to send out signals to the rest of your body. Um, Hey, you need to be really tired all the time. Uh, You need to yawn constantly. You need to feel terrible and sluggish and your muscles need to hurt. And these are the things that they're so like in sync you should stay away from anything that's fermented, aged, processed, um, like all kinds of stuff. And you can look up these things that help you. And once you get your system back in regular balance, regular homeostasis, you can get rid of a lot of the medications and crap like that. And, and then, here's a case in yeah. point. Like every time you go to the doctor, because you know you have to go for regular checkups a lot of times now and they'll say you know ryan i think you're pre-diabetic you're pre-diabetic and everybody in america is pre-diabetic now and yeah we're really watching it and they're trying to push diabetes meds on you which cause a whole host of other problems to other organs in your body and so they push this and they push this until one day you finally give in. And so many times they've been like, mm, you're pre-diabetic and, you know, your cholesterol is too high and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I am not taking medication. Not going to do it. I'm like, uh, and then I'd go back and they'd be like, oh, my God, what did you do? Because it dropped like 150 points. And I'm like. Metamucil, vitamin <laughs> C, and vitamin D. Yeah. And they're like, there's no way. And I'm like, 
seriously, that's it. And if I want a Reese cup, I eat one. You know, I like beer. Hello, I still drink beer. And yeah, I still dropped it on my own by doing other things that don't involve that lifetime cycle of, you know, create a problem, sell you a drug, create another problem, sell you another drug. Well, that's part of the problem in the United States is that, you know, and I love this country. I love uh, mm-hmm. everything about it, honestly. But that is a huge problem that we have is that we want a quick fix. You know, there's mm-hmm. more people doing liposuction than just, you know, right. laying off the, the carbs, which, like you mentioned, that right. old food pyramid, it's telling you to eat like 12 servings of bread a day. And then this is right. when diabetes and heart disease and stuff right. goes up until they change it and all that stuff. Brandon will credit uh, Michelle Obama with the changing of the food pyramid. I'm sure. I'm watching. But... I'm watching uh, uh, Waffles and Mochi every night. Just want to let you guys know. I watched the whole series, man. Okay. It's so good. I was good. Well, you know, there was a few things there too. So, like with the genetics, um, where does Anthony Fauci fit into the whole thing? Who I do believe his ancestor is uh, Mother Teresa. I think that's his mother. Personally, that's just my my opinion. I don't know if it's true or not. I've seen some interesting things. I don't know where you sit on that, Janet, but where does Fauci fit into this whole thing? Um, Dr. Anthony Fauci is a shady motherfucker. Um, Dr. Anthony Fauci is also the same uh, person that stole HIV research um, from two other researchers that had been working on it for a very long time. He imprisoned one of the people. Um, that's Dr. Judy Mikovitz, mm-hmm. um, very intelligent lady, but uh, he imprisoned her and held her for three years, even though they never charged her, all of this other stuff. But he took her research to publish as his own uh, during the same time is also when he bought shares in a lot of big pharma companies that do HIV drugs. Well, Luke Montagnier, have you heard of this guy? I Mm -hmm. I think I'm pronouncing his name correctly. This was his partner in the HIV AIDS theory. Mm -hmm. And he was claiming that HIV is not, or AIDS is not caused by HIV at all. You know, just kind of tying it back to what we were talking about initially. Um, It does very much seem like Fauci is just one of those big government whores that is just willing to sell out his mother or his mm-hmm. you know, whoever for his country for sure for profit you know he's the highest paid government uh official and um you know he's coming out with a child's book soon which you know i'm gonna buy because i do think that it's gonna be like one of those books like the like if uh, heinrich himmler were to write a child's book you know that would be a nice <laughs> uh souvenir to have you know what i mean like i if, if good wins this guy is gonna be freaking in jail and this is gonna be like one of those things like this is the fourth reich propaganda uh, mm-hmm. medical industrial complex head right. who wrote this children's book for for you know child propaganda so i just it's terrifying where how you say a lot of the people want someone that they can follow they want a leader because right um even though you know when when you're a child you move out of your parents house you felt some security in your parents house and then you get out on your own you're a little nervous and then that nerve that nervousness passes away a little bit because you're mm-hmm. out there more, but that because you always kind of know that the government is kind of looking after you, right? That's what a lot right. of people think in my opinion. Right. But then once you kind of break through that and you're like, okay, no one gives a fuck about me. I need mm-hmm. to pay attention to what, you know, my doctor doesn't even care about me. Do, do I need this heart medication or is he giving it to me because he wants to put a down payment on a yacht? You know what I mean? Like right. that's the, that's the scary thing for me. So I mean, you seem like you've always had your patient's best interest in mind. Um, You know, I don't know how much you want to talk about, like any of the crazy kinds of things you said that you were around some of these very nefarious characters in your career. Is there anything you can share about that? Well, here's a here's a story for you. Um, And they do get kickbacks. They do get uh, benefits, bonuses, um, trips, things like that. Um, which a nurse can't do because um, that's a violation of code of ethics. Uh, and you can actually be fired for that because it's considered taking a bribe, but the doctors can do it. And well, so, you know, sorry not to interrupt you, Janet, but my, my ex-girlfriend, her dad was a pretty high up in Pfizer. Right. Mm-hmm. And he would take the doctors out to dinner, to lunch. I mean, they hunting would, trips. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
It's and it's, it's okay for them because um, they can completely accept that. But like I said, as a nurse, you cannot because it's considered bribery, but the doctor can. And so we have um, a, a certain pharmaceutical company that also has one of the uh, vaccines on the market. And they had a drug that they were pushing for um, depression and other mental health issues. Zoloft. No, this was a newer one. And so this drug um, was on the market. And so he started using it unbeknownst to him because he he was so swamped. He didn't he didn't read package inserts or whatnot. So that's why I started doing that. Um, and so he gave it to several patients. And I had one of these elderly patients call me and she was like, Janet, she's like, I woke up last night and I was literally standing over my husband of like 65 years with a butcher knife. I was ready to stab him. And she's like, that is not me. And they were like the sweetest couple in the world. And so I'm like, well, you need to come in and, you know, we need to make a plan. We need to wean you off of that because that medication is not okay for you um, at all, which I don't believe in any medications basically, but this is definitely a no. And this this drug may, this drug may cause irrational thoughts, murder, suicide. Yes. Yes. And so she came in and she was on 30 milligrams at the time. And so the doctor tells her, we're going to increase it to 60. And I pulled her aside and I'm like, absolutely do not take that medication. I'm like, I will make you a plan to wean you off of that because you can't stop those immediately because they cause all kinds of other uh, withdrawal symptoms and issues and stuff. And I'm like, absolutely do not take that. I'm like, I'm telling you as your friend and as a healthcare provider, I'm like, don't do that because if 30 is making you want to commit murder, you <laughs> don't need to double it. Yeah. But that's the nothing. kind, yeah, that's the kind of stuff that they do because like I said, the more you push from that company, uh, and like I said, it was like hunting trips or uh, like all these little short vacations, not to mention the meals that drug reps provide every day. Yeah. And the funniest thing is like the diabetes reps, they would always bring like tons of bags of candy <laughs> or, um, you know, like Starbucks, like um what are they called? Like shakes and things like yeah, that. Like frappuccinos, Any, yeah. Anything that's really uh, sweet, has lots of sugar in it and stuff. That is what they're trained to do. Diabetes manufacturers giving you shit that's going to cause you to have diabetes. That's incredible. So they can sell you their product. It makes so much sense, though. It's kind of like uh, like a crack dealer giving someone their first little rock for free. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. It's kind of just to grease the wheel a little bit, but... I mean, that's crazy. Brandon, you missed what we were talking about is like, you know, one of my ex-girlfriends was was selling uh, or I'm sorry, one of my ex-girlfriend's fathers was uh, a Pfizer pharmaceutical rep and would just take these these individuals like the doctors out on nice dinners. And like uh, Mm -hmm. Janet was saying, hunting trips and just, you know, Mm -hmm. really kind of bribing them to do what they're doing. And we see that in all kinds of things. You know, the military industrial complex is is the main problem for a lot of people, liberals and conservatives. Um, But it seems like the medical industrial complex has really kind of slipped by at least the liberals, in my opinion. That's not a knock on liberals. But Brandon, what were your thoughts? What uh, what what ideas then do you put in place, Janet, to explain the uh, uh, the rapid increase in in population? Because I'm I'm sure, you know, the mainstream uh, the mainstream explanation for it is access to to better medications. Now, I, I don't want to ask about what medications you're taking. That would obviously be off <laughs> too 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 much. But I, I'm I'm you know there's there's penicillin, which they say at least is that's that's one that changed the game. I don't know. I mean that that's attacking you know bacteria, which is part of the the, the germ theory. So I'm 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 just wondering how 
what do you think would it would better explain that rapid increase in in population if it's not if it's not these because this is the this is the this is the line that every school kid gets taught these days right okay but here's the here's a question um and credit to ken on black pill for this but how do they know what the population is because there are people um like if you drive coast to coast there are so many areas where there's literally nothing for eight nine hours there's no towns there's nothing there's no houses there's there's nothing and then they're telling you well the world population is blah 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 and so we have to decrease it and if you think about it in the context that uh you can lie with numbers right? Everybody knows that. Um, You can lie with analytics of any kind. Um, But if you have 100 cows, you can control 100 cows a lot better than if you had 10,000. And so them saying, oh my God, like, don't repopulate, don't have babies, ladies, or if you get pregnant, you should murder them um, with abortion because you should control all of that so that we don't get any bigger because, oh, my God, we're expanding so fast. But if you build sterilization into vaccinations, you push abortion, you create diseases that kill people, um, you don't have to worry about the world population because they're taking care of it for you already. And so to me, is there a population boom? No, there's not. Um, like you have countries like China that uh, you can have one child and that's it. Yeah. You know, and that's um, to me, like it is another falsity that they put forward hmm. telling you that we're way overpopulated. And it's so we have you. to reduce it. Yes, it's a it's fear porn. Just well, so like, like I else. saw this very interesting projection of of the world population which i think is just over 7 billion uh the countries in the in the united states here are just over 330 uh, million uh and then i saw this projection 2024 which is after the clinical trials of the covid vaccine would be ending um the world the the world population isn't much changed it's gone down to 6. Point something billion and then the United States was the scary part where it went from 330 something million down to uh, just over 100 million. Now, mm-hmm. I don't know if this is people that took the vaccine, people that didn't take the vaccine and died. It's hard to say. And it's, it's hard to say how accurate these projections are, just like you were saying. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I feel like the social credit score is going to come in a big part right. of what you were saying, like, you know, uh, the example that you used of, of me being uh, pre-diabetic. Mm-hmm. Um which again, probably am. Who knows? I, I drink a lot of alcohol. That's what like, they tell everybody. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's why I think I don't. I haven't gone to the doctor in years. You know it's what a, I mean? It's I haven't a, gone to the dentist in years. I've got great teeth. You know, that's look a, at that's see, a, great it's teeth. A, it's I mean, funny. So we got we got a, a serious problem though with the with the um with the social credit score idea here. Where I don't know if you obviously we all buy alcohol pretty often here, but if you notice lately they scan your your driver's license rather than even looking at it they used to when i first started buying alcohol they'd look at your id they'd look at you they'd look at your id again and they'd manually enter your birthday now they just scan it so yeah, it's some getting places your name. do that yeah yeah it's getting your name it's getting your state it's getting your age it's getting how often you're buying so that is going to incorporate who, into your health credit score who and it's owns say, the hey, company what's that who owns the company where you're buying alcohol at well, I mean, Circle K does it. Walgreens does it. Um, Circle K is a gas station. I don't know if they got those over there, but just all over, you know, look, big in, major look into who owns those corporations got- and that'll explain to you why it is they're scanning your ID, because that's exactly what it is. And the same thing of why they had to implement the six foot distance. Um, sure. Because that is important in uh, like China to implement you know, their uh, social system that they have going on because that helps them with uh, facial recognition and stuff when there's nobody else around you. And they do that and think about like Amazon implemented the same thing in their warehouses and they have the scanning technology where they can keep track of you and 
and how close you are to other people at all times. And I just want to say, Jeffrey Bezos, Lord and God and Savior that he is as well, um, <laughs> he has con- contracts with the Pentagon and has had for quite a while now for different AI technologies um, and and you know, developing things for the military industrial complex. And so anytime you have people like that, that are involved in and will be deciding your future, whether it's a COVID passport, whether it's the social credit scores, you, I'm going to be fucked because I drink, I smoke. Um, and you know, very outspoken. So I'm going to be one of those people in the future where they're going to be like, Oh, sorry you're just absolutely fucked like you're on the bottom rung and you can have a piece of bread <laughs> yeah well see that's the problem you know what I'm saying? Like, no absolutely and that's that's my my dad actually brought that up to me to where it's like you know it's it's very interesting how they're starting to really kind of it seems keep track of what you're doing they're trying to it right. seems program people into getting away from your fast foods um right. which you know they're fast foods shit anyway they should have been doing that a long time ago but um, they have this false idea where like the soy based burgers are going to be healthier than the meat based burgers. And they're not, they're just, no, vegan. it's worse you know for I mean? you. It, yeah, well, soy, it, soy is actually worse for you. Yeah. Well, yeah. And it's definitely, it's got a lot of estrogen in it. So it's going to increase right. your body fat and then it's going to increase the odds of cancer too. And it, um, yeah, I was just going to say, um, you're going to see a huge uptick. Mark my cancer. words on this um, on males that are getting cancer because uh, we're pushing soy lattes and soy this, soy that, and Hey guys, that is going to do it for the free portion of this episode. As always, the full-length episodes are available on our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash dangerousworldpodcast. For only $3 a month, you'll get access to all of our full-length episodes, as well as a whole bunch of more fun stuff that we have going on there. Please look us up there, and as always, stay safe in the dangerous world.